Hey everybody and welcome to Happiness Hacks. I'm John Davidson and in this episode I'm going to be talking about change. Why is it so hard to achieve the goals we set for ourselves? Why do most of our resolutions fail? And how can psychotherapy help us to improve our chances of success? Keep listening to find out. Everybody wants to be happy. It's the one thing we all have in common. So why is it so difficult to achieve? I'm John Davidson. I'm a psychotherapist and I've spent my entire life uncovering the secrets to human happiness. I believe it's possible to hack your happiness to live a richer, fuller and more meaningful life. And in this podcast, I'm going to show you how. Welcome to Happiness Hacks. In the last episode of Happiness Hacks, we talked about reality gaps and how uh, when a reality gap opens up in our life, which is basically the distance between what is actually happening and, and what we want to be happening, that it sets us up for some suffering. And I suggested that there was two ways to close this reality gap. One is that you can accept the situation so you can let go of your expectations and accept things the way they are. Or you can choose to move reality in the direction of what you want. Now, that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today, is the times in life where we're, we're trying to change reality. We're trying to change something about reality. We've got a goal that we want to achieve, and we're, we've got to take action to try to make something happen. And, you know, you, you'll see this around about... Uh, you know, at New Year's Eve, when everybody starts setting the resolutions for the coming year. And it's, you know, all of the best intentions and people saying, this year is going to be different. I'm going to, I'm going to sort out my health. I'm going to be, be a nicer person. I'm going to work harder. I'm going to achieve my goals. I'm going to develop a new skill. And then it doesn't happen. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating when this happens. It sets us up for a feeling of kind of powerlessness and, and hopelessness when we try to make something happen and we just can't seem to do it. Um, it can give us a kind of, it can, it can be a kind of a precursor for depression, really. If we start to lose confidence in our ability to make things happen for ourselves. it has a lot of negative uh, consequences. And why is this so hard? So this is what I talk about today. Like, why are these things so hard? Why is it so difficult to make positive change happen in our life? Now, the way I look at this is basically within every human being, there is a tension, a constant tension between two emotional forces. And that is the, 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 the emotion of desire and the emotion of fear. And generally what happens is if our desire is greater than our fear, we overcome our fear and we move in the direction of what we want. But in the situation where our fear is greater than our desire, then we give up and we stop and we move away from what we want. And of course, that means that the reality gap doesn't close. And unless we can accept the, the situation as it is, it again sets us up for a lot of suffering. So if we want to make things happen, if we want to make change happen, basically we have to want it more than we fear it. And there's two ways that we can go about this. You can either do it by reducing your fear, being less afraid of what you're going to have to do in order to achieve your goal. 
Or another way is that you can increase your desire. And that's what we're going to be talking about now. So how do we do that? How do we increase our desire to a level where it's more powerful than our fear? You can see this. You can see how this works, right? Logically, it's like, if my desire to make something happen is greater than my desire to avoid the potential costs associated, then it's going to be easier to take action in that direction. And the way we do that is by connecting to our values. Now, values are kind of like a magnet, that when you identify what it is that's important to you about the goal that you're trying to achieve, knowing why you want something is more powerful than knowing how to get it. Because we can know what we need to do. You know, we, we know if we if you want to lose weight, you've got to exercise more and eat less, right? We know how to do it. The problem is, if we don't know why we want it, then it's very easy to lose motivation. It's very easy for avoidance to take over, for the fear to win, and for our desire to change, to be overwhelmed by these other forces. So values act like a magnet, and when we face challenges, obstacles in our life that make achieving our goal difficult, connecting to our value and remembering why we want something, it draws us through those difficult times. It keeps us going. It fuels the fire. And there's another benefit of values, which is when we're connected to our values and everything we do starts to feel more valuable, it meets our need for meaning and purpose. So the more connected we are to our values, the better life feels. Now, there's a very important distinction between goals and values. In our culture, we, we mostly, we all agree that goals are a good thing. It's good to have goals in life. You've got to know where you're going. You've got to have something to aim for. Very few people are talking about values. And I believe that values are more important than goals for a number of different reasons. And the main one is that a goal is something that we can only achieve once. So if I have the goal of climbing the Eiffel Tower and I plan a trip to Paris and I'm not going for six months, well, for the next six months, I haven't achieved my goal of climbing the Eiffel Tower. And then I go to Paris and I climb the Eiffel Tower and I've achieved my goal. And then the very next day, it's done with, it's over. So that moment of achieving the goal, of goal achievement, is fleeting. It's like one moment in a day, and that is one day out of my life. But if I identify that the value that drives the goal of wanting to climb the Eiffel Tower is adventure, you know, I think it would be adventurous to go traveling and and to uh, to, to scale the Eiffel Tower in, in Paris. Or maybe it's Maybe it's um, courage, you know, that I think it would take bravery to do that. So if I realize that what it is, is I want to be courageous and I want to be adventurous by climbing the Eiffel Tower. Well, there's literally millions of ways that I could live those values every day. So I don't have to wait until I get to Paris before I can live those values. Every day I can wake up and I can say, you know, being adventurous and being courageous, those are values that are important to me. How can I be more adventurous today? How can I be more courageous today? And we can live those values every day. 
The difference, another difference between uh, goals and values is the goal is something, it's like a one-time thing. When you've achieved it, you tick it off your list and it's done. A value is something that you have to wake up and do every day. It's a quality of being. It's a quality of action. So for instance, if you want to get married, that's a goal. Getting married is a goal. The day before your wedding day, you're not married. The day after your wedding day, you are married. Tick. It doesn't say anything about what kind of partner you want to be. Now, if you want to be a loving spouse, that's a value. You have to get up and do that every day. You can't just be loving for one day and then tick the box and say, okay, I've achieved that now. I don't have to do that anymore. So a value is different to a goal in that it's the reason you want to achieve your goal. It's your reason why. Knowing why you want something increases your desire and it reduces your fear and thereby it makes it much more likely that you're actually going to achieve that thing. But also it makes the journey more meaningful. It means that whilst you're working towards achieving a goal, every step along the way is meaningful. Now for a lot of my life I was very goal-driven. I saw myself as very ambitious and I had a lot of goals and there's a lot of things that I wanted to achieve. And my life was like one massive long tick list of, you know, first I'm going to do this. And then when I achieve that goal, then I'm going to do the next thing. And then I'm going to do the next thing. And I guess if I'd have done that for the rest of my life, I'd have arrived at the end of my life and there would have still been things on my to-do list that I hadn't achieved. And, and I might end my life feeling that I hadn't done everything that I needed to do. Now, another problem with goals is Sometimes our goals are not our goals. You know, they're things that we've picked up throughout our life. It's the things that were important to our parents. It's the things that are important to our friends. It's the things that are important to society. You know, sometimes we're basically living our whole life to achieve goals that aren't even our goals. Like, they're inauthentic. It's stuff we think we should want. It's stuff we think we should do. And often when we connect with our values, what we find out very quickly is that we don't care about the goals that we currently have. Like, we, I don't care about this goal. I don't even know where that came from, you know. I've been working really hard to achieve something that ultimately is meaningless to me. When we identify our values first, and then we use those values to set goals, those goals are more authentic. As long as the values are our authentic values then we can be certain that the goals will be authentic goals. And that means that our goals will change. And when we achieve those goals, that experience will be more meaningful to us. So you can see how values really, it makes everything more meaningful. It takes us from like living this kind of shallow life of just pursuing things for the sake of it. You know, oh, what are you going to do this year? I'm, you know, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to lose weight. Oh, really? Why? Well, I should, shouldn't I? You know, that's what you should do. Um, it's just, you know, it's what society expects of me. Um, it's, it's what I have to do in order to conform. And it's a, it's a shallow goal and you're not going to be very motivated to achieve it because deep down inside, it's not what you, it's not what you really want, or at least you're not, you're not wanting it for the right reasons. When we identify our values, all of that changes. So let's use the example of, of losing weight. Now you might identify that in the area of, of your life that we will call health, you might find that one of your health values is a value of restraint. 
maybe you're listening to this now and as I say that word, maybe that word resonates for you where you think, you know, I might say restraint and you might just think, nah, not interested in that. I might say restraint and you might go, oh yeah, that's important. That feels important. Yeah, that word, that word has, um, it kind of resonates emotionally with me. And that suggests that that might be one of your values. So you have this value of restraint. And you might say, well, what goal can I set that will allow me to live my value of restraint? So how can I set a goal that will help me to be more restrained this week? And you might decide, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm only going to eat chocolate at the weekends. And the reason I'm only going to eat chocolate at the weekends is because I want to develop my value of restraint. And while I'm not eating chocolate, I'm going to remind myself I'm doing this for a reason. I'm doing this because restraint is important to me. Or maybe the value is self-control, you know? Maybe the value is self-discipline. I'm doing this because I want to develop self-discipline. I'm doing this because I want to develop self-control. I'm doing this because I want to develop restraint. Now, do you see how that action of not eating chocolate during the week suddenly becomes very meaningful? It suddenly becomes very value-oriented. It takes on a different kind of quality. It increases our desire because now we know why we don't want to eat chocolate during the week. And it actually makes it easier to achieve that goal. So how can you use this in your life? Well, first of all, identify an area of your life that's important to you. Just pick any area of your life. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be relationships. It could be self-care. It could be health. It could be wealth. It could be work. You know, it could be hobbies and interests, community, whatever you like. Pick an area of your life now where you think, yeah, that area of my life, that area of my life needs a bit of work. So think about that area of your life. And now what I want you to think is, what's important to me in that area of my life? Who do I want to be in that area of my life? What do I want to stand for in that area of my life? What qualities of being and doing do I want to bring to that area of my life? And just start jotting down some words that jump out to you. You know, so to give you an example, I might think that um, the area of my life that I choose is relationships. And I might say, okay, well, what kind of father do I want to be? I would say, right, I want to be a fun dad. I want to be a loving dad. You know, I want to be present. I want to be available. I want to be um, calm. I want to be compassionate. I want to be tolerant. I want to be accepting. These are all my values around, around parenting. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at those values and I'm going to say, which of these values am I not living very well in my life right now? So let's say that I decide I'm not being very fun. I want to be a fun dad and I'm not being a fun dad. So now I'm going to set a goal. So for this week, what I want you to do is I want you to choose one of those values from your list and I want you to set a goal to better live that value in your life. So I might say, okay, tomorrow, tomorrow I'm going to take my kids to one of these trampoline parks and instead of just watching them have fun, I'm going to get on and I'm going to do it with them. And that's my goal. And I know that while I'm doing that, I'm living my value of being fun and that's going to make it that's going to make the whole experience so much more meaningful. It's going to make the whole experience so much more valuable. So to help you with this, I've developed a free worksheet that's going to help you to work out what the values are in the various different areas of your life. And you can download that for free from our website. So go to www.happinesshacks.net. So what's important to you? What are the things that you value? What makes your life more meaningful 
And how can you get closer to those things? How can you better connect to the stuff that makes you grateful for being alive? Figure out your values, make a commitment to living them more authentically, and see what difference that makes to how you feel. See you next time. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Happiness Hacks. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. I'll see you next time.